1: Hey, math fans. Jason Marshall, Math Dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. What do you think of when you think about variables in algebra? Take little x, for example. Or if we want to let things get a bit more complex, and who doesn't? What do you think of when you think about some expression built from a variable like x? Perhaps 2x or x squared. What do those sorts of things make you think of? Hopefully the answer isn't agony. But if it is, I truly am sorry for the painful experience you must have had with algebra in the past. And I want to let you know that there's a much more pleasant way to think about these sorts of things than you were perhaps led to believe. In particular, I'd like to let you know that you can think of these things as nothing scarier than colorfully shaped objects that you can stack up and manipulate, just like the Legos or wooden blocks you probably played with as a kid. Sounds kind of crazy, I know, but I promise it's true. So what exactly do I mean by this? How can thinking about stacking blocks possibly help you picture these kinds of algebraic expressions, as well as the process of combining them together known as adding like terms? Stay tuned, because we are about to find out. To kick things off, let's start by talking about exactly what we mean by like terms. The easiest way to explain what like terms are is with an example. To begin with, we can think of a variable like x as a stack of blocks that's x blocks high. It could be two blocks high, or ten, or one million, anything is possible, depending on the value of x. If we wanted to, we could also add x to itself to create a new expression, x plus x, that now contains two terms. If you're like me, you'd think it'd be fun and helpful to visualize what this new expression might look like. So you might think of it as looking something like taking those two stacks of blocks and putting them end-to-end. There would then be a total of x plus x blocks all stacked up in a row. But if you think about it a bit, you'll see that we don't have to put the stacks of blocks representing the variables x and x that we're adding together end-to-end like this. Instead, since both variables have the same length, we can nicely stack them up a different way, one on top of the other, to create a lovely and very orderly 2 by x rectangle. In other words, it's a rectangle that's two blocks high by x blocks wide. If you think about it, you'll see that this new rectangular-shaped stack is actually the shape you get when you stretch the variable x, which, remember, was represented by our original x-block-long stack, until it's twice its original height. In other words, it's the shape you get by multiplying 2 times x. And notice too that when we stack the boxes like this, it makes sense that instead of calling it x plus x, as we did when they were laid out end to end, we now just call it 2x. So instead of the two terms that we started with, there's now only one term. In other words, because the two parts that we added together are what we call like terms, we were able to combine them together.
0: Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash us. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.
1: What if we had been adding X to another variable Y instead of X to X? Would we still have been able to combine the two terms? Well, the lengths of X and Y could be different. We don't know what their actual lengths are since we don't know the actual values of X and Y. So they each are represented by a stack of some different number of blocks, X and Y. That means that we can't put them into a nice and orderly perfect rectangular stack to combine them as we did with X plus X. It's not a rectangle, it's just some other abstract shape. And as a result, we can see that the expression we end up with after adding them together, x plus y, still must have the two terms that it started with. We simply can't combine x and y, because they are not like terms. Now that we understand the basics of like terms and putting them together, let's think about a few more complicated examples. Let's imagine we've got an x squared over here, another one over there, and a final one somewhere else. How can we think of these x-squareds? Well, following on from the logic we've already talked about, I like to think of x-squared as being x times x, which means we could think of them as squares with widths of x-blocks and heights of x-blocks. And the cool thing is that all of these x-by-x squares don't have to live out their lives on their own. You can combine them together to form a cuboid, which is like a cube but with possibly rectangular sides. This cuboid is made out of three layers of squares. In algebra, combining x squared plus x squared plus x squared is known as 3x squared. Why can we do this? It's simple, really. It's just because all of the x squared terms are the same type of thing. In our view of the world, these things are all the same shape and size. They're all x by x squares, which means that we know how to stack them up into a nice and orderly cuboid. But what if we instead had a y-squared here, another y-squared there, and an x-squared way over there? Can you combine these? Absolutely not. If you think about this in terms of shapes, you'll see that you can't add them together since they're not the same type of object. In our world of shapes, since x-squared and y-squared are not the same size, we can't stack them up because they won't line up to form a perfect tower with straight sides. Of course, you can stack and add up both of the y-squared terms since they are the same size and shape. And that's exactly why the final expression for a situation like this will be equal to 2y-squared plus x-squared. As you might guess, we can also subtract like terms, and subtraction is very similar to addition. As long as you're dealing with like terms, that is, that the things you're trying to subtract have the same size and shape when represented with boxes, rectangles, cuboids, blocks, Legos, or however else you're picturing things in your mind, you are free to subtract the numerical coefficients of those terms. For example, since x-squared and 3x-squared both are some number of x-squareds, we can subtract x-squared from 3x-squared to get 2x-squared. In doing so, we've simply shortened a 3-high x-by-x block tower into a 2-high x-by-x block tower. The bottom line is that for two terms to be like, they must have the exact same combination of variables and the exponents that those variables are raised to x and x squared have the same base variable, x, but they are not both raised to the same power, and are therefore not like terms. Which, of course, we can also see by noting that x and x squared have different shapes in the way of thinking about things that we've developed. So hopefully that helps you feel a bit more comfortable with thinking about the meanings of the various bits you see floating around in algebraic expressions. Keep in mind, though, that the system for thinking about these things that I've talked about here, in particular the way I think about shapes, isn't the only way of doing things. You can certainly think about them in different ways, and I encourage you to think about that a bit and come up with and use whatever works best for you. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. For more fun with algebra, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. It's perfect for you and all the math fans in your life. Be sure to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans.